You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Happy Friday. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Wistrowski with you. Talking a little NFL free agency, we thought this would be a good time to just go over the teams that have a lot of cap room and also what their needs are as free agency approaches. So I want to start with a team that has the most 98.84 million is the Chicago Bears Joe so Mm -hmm. I was thinking Orlando Brown could be a good look get Justin Fields some better protection obviously they're one of many teams that does not need a quarterback Um, Justin Fields looked really good and so that's exciting for the organization and they've got tons of money to spend so uh, why not you know look in that direction to get him you know some help or you could look at Marcus Davenport, uh, someone to help get after the quarterback as well on defense. So those were two that I thought of. What jumped out at you? Well, so something that I think we can tie into this that I found pretty interesting. And now this is not the case everywhere, but I did see Matt Eberflus as the second favorite at some spots for coach of the year. So the thinking is, mm. okay, Justin Fields takes a step forward. They have the most cap space, and it's a bad division. Maybe Aaron Rodgers leaves the division, and then the Bears take a big jump in wins, which is what you need to win the coach of the year. I wouldn't go that far, but I can kind of see the process here. Now, here, locally, I, I get the sense that a lot of people think that they should be spending every dollar of this, and I don't agree with that at all because no matter what you do, no matter how many free agents that you do add to your roster, Um, Let's not forget that they gave up the number 32 overall pick in a very dumb trade for Chase Claypool because they are so desperate at the position. Um, I I think we can say that even after a half a year, that that does not look smart. You would rather have the 32 right now. uh, And Pittsburgh has basically an extra first-round pick. So what fits? Yes. Whatever position you tell me, uh, I'm going to say yes, as long as it's not quarterback. So you can tell me offensive line and fit-wise, what I've seen a lot of NFL reporters link to the Bears is Mike McGlinchey from the San Francisco 49ers on that offensive line uh, to tie in what, what you said a little bit about Brown. I mean, they need a lot of help there. We know they need help on the outside. That's why they made the trade for Claypool. If you look at this draft to some of our draft experts that we've talked to this week, it's a very weak wide receiver group and 
if you're going to tell me that the best receiver this year is Jacoby Myers, like that's weak. So there, there aren't many receivers out there. They'll add one or two along with Mooney and Claypool uh, on the defensive side. They were the worst defense in football. So they need everything. They, they actually yeah. need everything. And I don't, but I also don't know that they should spend every possible dollar. And the, the idea of Saquon, and when I think about the, the amount of money that Saquon is going to command, I would not go down that road if I'm the Bears. No. Just because the, the amount of salary cap space that he's going to take up, and you are not going to be ready to win, and what is Saquon going to look in another couple of years from now? I agree. Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, the other running backs that could be available in terms of wide receivers. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, no thank you. Um, Odell, <laughs> don't know what you're getting from him. No. So, yeah, there's not a lot of good options as well as in the draft, but maybe someone can get lucky with a wide receiver in the draft. But I agree with you there. So, yeah, Mike McGlinchey, Orlando Brown are the big free agent offensive tackles that will be available. Mm -hmm. What about uh, speaking of receivers? Do you want to move on to the Falcons or stick yeah. to the Bears? Sorry. No, let's go to the Falcons. Go ahead. Falcons have $66.72 million. Obviously, I'm all in on Lamar Jackson. Already bet the Falcons to win the NFC last week. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping he goes there. I was thinking also you could look at Javon Hargrave. He had 11 sacks, 57 pressures last year. And just kind of like the Bears, the Falcons have the money. You know, they need – I don't know if they need quite as much as the Bears, but they need a lot as well. They could use some weapons for Lamar. I mean – there's a there's a lot of things places they could look to spend their money. The thing with the defense, the defense always stinks. That's it with the Falcons right now. So you bring in an offensive mind in Arthur Smith a few years back, and they they move on from Mariota the other day. That was not a surprise at all. It feels like they have a lot of pieces, right? Uh, you add Drake London in the draft. Tyler Algier had a very good rookie campaign. Cordero Patterson, the dimension that he's been able to add down there has been impressive. And, you, of course, you have Kyle Pitts, which we're waiting for him to be unlocked still. I feel like we're going to do this every year. Uh, it takes a little bit longer for a tight end, so maybe this is going to be your breakthrough year. But offensively, they could put up points. Without quality play at quarterback, they need to upgrade that position. So are they going to do it via the draft, free agency, or what? Uh, that that's the big deal offensively. What about the quarterback? But it kind of feels like they've taken a lot and put it into the offense that maybe it's time to work on the defense. They have a couple of players there. We know that Grady Jarrett has the ability to take over a game. They need uh, their top cornerback, A.J. Terrell, to stay healthy for a full season. And then you kind of build around that base. Uh, but that's been the problem for years with the Falcons is they just have so many injuries and they completely fall apart because they're very thin there. Uh, a lot of chatter about safety Jesse Bates going. If you compare Jesse Bates along with Casey Hayward and A.J. Terrell in that secondary, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're going to look a lot better. And the other thing that we have to consider is, you know, without, without Tom Brady, with all these question marks at quarterback in that division, their secondary is going to suddenly look a lot better. Yeah, in terms of safeties, Chauncey, Gardner-Johnson, Jesse Bates, Jordan Poyer, all will be available. And then at cornerback, you got James Bradbury and Jamel Dean as well. So 
Definitely. I agree mm-hmm. with you. That's a good point about the Falcons. It seems like you always just think offense. Maybe it is time to do something about your defense as well. Unless you get Lamar. I mean, now if you get Lamar, that's the game changer. Yeah. I don't – I mean, they're not going to have much spending money if they get Lamar, right? No. Maybe but that's one okay. defensive player. Yeah. But that, yeah. that's okay, right? If you get Lamar, you get the game changer. You should be able to outscore everybody in that division that you're not as worried about it. Yeah, and if I'm Lamar, a team I might be a little more worried about is if I land with the Raiders because that division okay. is tough. Already on an uphill battle there, uphill climb. 46.29 million, so Lamar could go there. And I would love to see Lamar with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Give me that all day. But if I'm Lamar, I want to win, too. And that's just, mm-hmm. you got to play Pat Mahomes all the time. That's a tough one. Uh, it is. Who do you think the Raiders should be targeting here? Yeah, we go to the Raiders because they have the third most cap space after the Bears and the Falcons. So, of course, last year, the big move, Devontae Adams, uh, th- that was massive. I mean, first off, okay, you hope Waller can stay healthy this season. So maybe that, mm-hmm. that connection would be impressive. Who's going to spin yeah. it? Who's the quarterback for Josh McDaniels? They're not really going into the season with Jared Stidham, are they? So are they going to be able to add one of these quarterbacks? I mean, that, cause, I mean, we'll break that down. That's where a lot of this starts is the quarterback play, and that's why there are so many things that could change. You need one of these big dominoes to fall, and then I think – uh, it's going to be an avalanche here. But offensively, it's about the quarterback. And then defensively, along with guys like Max Crosby, you know, you got veterans like uh, Chandler Jones. That's always going to be an issue. When you're playing in that division, you need to be able to to at least keep teams at bay a little bit. And what they need to be concerned about, even though this is outside of their building, is will Sean Payton fix everything that's gone wrong with the Broncos over the last number of years because he has that ability and how long would it take? Because then all of a sudden it gets uh, pretty scary. The amount, the number of contenders that you have in that division, if Sean Payton fixes the Broncos, everybody's a contender, but you. Yeah. Gosh, Sean Payton's probably sleeping at that facility right now. Just trying to figure out how he's going to turn that team around. (laughs) You would think. So um, the other interesting aspect with the offense, and we don't like to put too much into this, but the running back position. I mean, Josh Jacobs carried them for some games last year. So is Josh Jacobs going to move on? And if he does, what is the move you make there? I'm I'm not trying to put it on par with quarterback. That is far and away the most important uh, move here. But I'm sure somebody's going to overpay for Josh Jacobs. I agree. There's a lot of teams that need a running back. I don't know. Maybe the Raiders do try to get Lamar with his running style as well to kind of balance Mm -hmm. that out if they do lose Jacobs. It's just interesting to see how the domino effect with these quarterbacks. You kind of need to see that first, right? Yeah. Do you you think since they're both in the AFC, we've heard that Green Bay – is only going to move Rodgers to the AFC. Do you think Baltimore feels that way about Lamar, that they they would only let him go to the NFC? 
I don't. I don't think that yeah. I could see them not being because it, the AFC is so challenging. Lamar doesn't stay healthy. They could just be like, well, he's probably not winning a Super Bowl anyway. So who cares what conference he goes to? May, and maybe hard? it's punishment. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if you want to make a run, you're going to have to come out of the, the tough conference. Have fun with that, pal, because they know if they send him to the Falcons, he could be in contention or at least win the division and have mm -hmm. success. That, if I'm petty, would hurt me more than seeing him in the very difficult AFC. Man, what is happening in Baltimore? Windhorse said, what is happening in Utah? I want to know what's happening in Baltimore with the Ravens. So is there an uproar there? Are, are players just going to want to be out right now based on what we're it seeing on social like media? It's starting to give me commander's vibes where like the players are calling oh. out the front office and stuff. And we were talking about Nate Oates and kind of like how things were going there. It kind of, it's similar. Like you've got to get control of your team. Like that kind of stuff should not be happening. That just goes to show that they're the players are very upset. Yeah. Fascinating to watch. Fourth most money, Aaron, the New York football giants. Yep. Daniel Jones Saquon, wants 45 Daniel million. Jones. Are you kidding me? 45 million? Get out. Peace. I'll, I can find somebody else that can give me the production you gave me for a lot less money, Daniel Jones. You, you want to go live, uh, live the life of it's being the quarterback of the Panthers? Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> I'm good. Bye, Daniel Jones. Bye. That's what I'm saying with 45 million. Come on. No way. For me, Danny Dimes, like, he's a quarterback for the New York Giants. I would try to get the money, too. I don't blame him. You can try, but I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> I mean, why would they do that? That makes no sense. Okay, so, so they're going to let Daniel Jones go, and then what? Saquon as well, or is it one or the other? Gino comes back to Which New York. <laughs> Ooh, I do love that. <laughs> That now that he, funny. now that he's good in the twilight well, I mean, of his career. <laughs> it's not like most years where you have zero uh, quarterbacks available that, that you can start and that you'd be okay with. Now, development-wise, that would be disappointing if you're a Giants fan. We weren't sure what we had, but we got the offensive mastermind and he turned things around. So I'm sure they're thinking there's another step for Daniel Jones. I'm not positive about that. And are we sure of all the available quarterbacks that the highest ceiling is Daniel Jones? Because that's the only way you end up giving him the bag. Now, now me, if I, I have J-Ball, I'd rather draft a guy, develop another guy. But I'm sure they're thinking that this is some sort of a window. I don't think it's a window, Aaron. I don't think they're close to representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Do you? No. I think they might have the best chance in that division looking at the fact that Eagles literally have like 20 free agents. Their window was last year. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but they had it laid out for them last season and they couldn't close it out in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't think I think they're going to take a step back. Yeah, I mean, it was a great year for them. It was awesome. But their window will open when they get a real quarterback, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback and they don't have one right now. I'm sorry. I know. Good, good job. He didn't turn the ball over. It was great. But until you get a guy that's going to hang with the elite, like, 
sorry. Everything what else has to Dayball be Dayball decides not to move forward with Daniel Jones, and he goes, Daniel Jones goes across town to the Jets. <laughs> that would be crazy, Have fun. too. Have fun, Danny. <laughs> Have fun. No Dayball there. So, good luck. Would you rather have keep Saquon or Daniel Jones if you have to make that decision? I mean, we're supposed to automatically Honestly, say the I quarterback. Think, I think, yeah, I think Daniel Jones. I just think the running back position okay. at any point, Saquon could be out. And I don't know how easy it is to find a solid quarterback. He's not yeah. one of the best, but at least you know what you have. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, we continue the conversation. NFL free agency which teams have the most cap room, and what are their needs? That's next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.